Welcome to the Spirit Life Truth Podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Kara Ward, who is one of my all-time favorite TSW heroes. Kara is going to share with us her story about how she has permanently healed from topical steroid withdrawal. Kara has been in the community since 2013, and she's been such a huge inspiration and beacon of hope to so many people. Stick around. I've been looking forward to meeting you for a really long time because I've never told you this before. When I started TSW um, and I didn't know what it was, my husband, so he was trying to help me figure it out and we were researching, researching. Your blog came up in our search and so it was your story and your journey that first introduced me to topical steroid withdrawal. And that is crazy. That so is I owe crazy. you a humongous thank you because oh. you had documented your journey so beautifully on your blog. Oh. And it answered so many questions that I had about what was going on with me because I had no idea. Literally, of course, you know, it's like oh you don't God. understand what's happening. But it was you. You're like, you're oh. my hero. Oh my God, that's so, so lovely. I didn't realize that. That's like awesome. I love hearing that. And I'm just, I mean, you look amazing. So hearing that is like the best thing ever. So yeah, I'm very glad that, you know, my story could help, you know, get it out. Wow. Well, it really did. And I just, anyway, I'm just so grateful to have you as a resource because I look to you as just such a big um, advocate for TSW education. And so I just, I feel like you've done so much for the community and I'm so grateful to everything that you've been doing. And so I'm so glad that we're sitting down to chat today and just, I want to hear your story and go through. Oh my God, that's so, so lovely. No, it's lovely to be chatting with you. And I think anyone, I think every time I've spoken to someone who's gone through being going through it right now it's almost like you've got an instant connection with someone because it's such it's such a specific and life-altering thing and it's so you know we understand things that no one else will get and you do feel like you have this instantaneous thing it's like this yeah little connection wherever we are in the world it's lovely absolutely and that's so fun because here I'm talking to you in the UK and I am in California and yet I feel like we're family. And yeah, so absolutely. No, it's, it's absolutely, it's such, a, it's such an amazing community as well. Um, and yeah, so inspiring. It's lovely to meet so many yeah, people. Fabulous. Good. Well, let's just dive right in. I just, I want to know more about your story and just share with everybody, um, because again, I feel like you're a pioneer in this, in this space. And so start from the beginning, tell us, you know, when you first got eczema and what you did at the time, um, to treat that. Yeah. So, um, I, it's sort of been in my life 
forever. Um, my mum noticed um, that I developed a little rash um, when I was a six month old baby approximately on my wrist. And like any parent, she went straight to the doctor and the doctor said it was eczema. And I was prescribed a mild steroid cream. She thinks it's hydrocortisone. So that was, so very early on I was introduced to the topical steroids. My mum thankfully is very, very cautious when it comes to drugs. She's not anti-drugs, but she's very careful. Um, so she did use them a little bit and it spread. Um, I don't believe it was red skin syndrome, but I definitely believe now that that rash, it, it spread because it had been suppressed. So it had to just get out my body elsewhere. So I, yeah, it was spreading um, when I was younger. But saying that, I had a childhood relatively free from sort of severe eczema. I had rashes. There were a few flare-ups when I was much younger, but I think there was a period when I was about seven years old where I didn't have eczema till I went to secondary school. So about four years eczema-free. Um, when I went to secondary school, um, I wasn't very happy. And lo and behold, bad flare. And I spent a lot of my teenage years um, in and out of hospital. Um, it was quite severe. Um, I saw doctors, dermatologists, they would prescribe all this different stuff. Um, uh, it was a trauma. Um, I, I think anyone who doesn't have a skin condition can't understand the mental toll it can take. Um, I think you only process the mental side of eczema in any severe skin condition when you're much older and you're sort of looking back on it um but yeah no it was a very traumatic teenage time um and at a point in my teenage years i would say as around 13 or 14 i was prescribed because my eczema was so bad a round of oral steroids and i used them unfortunately and i believe from that point um my skin sort of needed drugs from that point um, mm. to function as normal. So um, from that point, it's unfortunately, like most people, you don't write it down. So um, you have all these like vague memories of what happened. So yeah, in my teenage years, I was prescribed the oral steroids. And from that point, I found that my skin was just getting worse and worse and I needed topical steroids um, to manage my condition um, because I was being told by doctors, you know, you've got incurable eczema, you need to keep using topical steroids and it was like this vicious cycle and it just went on for years and the thing is to this day my especially in this time we are now doctors are the most amazing beings they're just incredible but as a sort of society we look to them we we believe that their opinion is the only you know that is what you should do um and i trusted that was the right thing for me so i kept using them i kept um going along with what they said using topical steroids and it got to the point in my 20s where um i was noticing a lot of bad um side effects from using the topical steroids predominantly skin thinning and photosensitivity and um it's it's you know what trying to put it in one story i i don't know if it's the same for you but when you try and explain in a nutshell what you've been through it can be quite overwhelming sometimes and i'm coming up to my uh seven year anniversary of giving up topical steroids on saturday so it's all very yes um emotional at the moment but yeah i so went from the point where i was 
prescribed the oral steroids in my teens at around 13. I would say from that point, I didn't not use topical steroids till I was 25. And that was every day, twice a day. Um, I was using mostly um, Umavate and hydrocortisone. Um, at the beginning, just around the time I was using the oral steroids, I was being prescribed stronger topical steroids like betanabate, things like that. Um, but back then I thought, I've got to try and at least wean myself down. So um, slowly but surely I went down to using the Humavate and hydrocortisone. So yeah, for the predominant, for my, for the whole 10 years plus, I was using mostly those two milder topical steroids. Mm. And at 25, my skin was in a really bad state. Um, I found if I took away the topical steroids, which I did on and off over the years, um, it would come back worse. And I think, oh, my eczema is just getting worse. Um, but unfortunately, so it's, you know, I'm finding this week um, with the anniversary coming up, it's all very emotional. So um, my thoughts are a bit scattered, which is, um, yeah. Now, did the doctors or dermatologists ever warn you about topical steroids? No, um, unfortunately. So it was pretty much, they were telling me that was the only option I had. Um, the only option I had or to use immunosuppressants. Um, I tried through those 10 years while I was using the topical steroids every day, I tried protopic and I had quite bad reaction to that. Um, when I went in the shower using protopic, my skin would burn. Um, I developed some quite troubling freckles and um, spots from the sun, even though I was covered up in the sun. So I went to the hospital, got photos done. But yeah, I was completely reliant on topical steroids and immunosuppressants. Everything that would sort of keep my skin, you know, under control, it was all by drugs. But yeah, when I was 25, around 25, my skin was in a bad state. It was very thin, especially around um, my jawline and in the creases of my arms. And I just, yeah, um, I knew I had to do something. Um, there'd been a very build up, big build up to this. Um, but yeah, I just didn't know what to do. I went to the doctors. They said, your only option is topical steroids and, you know, eczema isn't curable. So I kind of felt like I don't know what to do. Um, but yeah, when I was 25, because my skin was starting to um, be quite bad, I thought, I can't keep going on like this. So on the 6th of June, 2013, I Googled something like addicted to topical steroids and it was like this light bulb went off and I knew what I needed to do. And I found out about red skin syndrome, topical steroid withdrawal, giving up topical steroids and it changed my life. Um, that was a very confusing and emotional sort of, um, explanation but yeah essentially had eczema forever used topical steroids and oral steroids um from my teens became my skin became reliant on them uh developed red skin syndrome and yeah when i was 25 stopped using them and changed everything so had you started going through tsw when you had googled it or or was it you just knew that things were starting to not work anymore and then all of a sudden it was like you just started researching on your own and you chose the day to start TSW. Yeah, it was essentially, I was weirdly, the morning that I stopped using topical steroids on the 6th of June, my mum commented on how thin my skin was. Um, 
So I was using them at that point in the morning. And then that night I was like, I need to do something, Googled it. And then from that moment, I was like, I'm never using topical steroids again. And I'm going to go through this process. And it was the best and the hardest decision of my life. Um, yeah. And I never really looked back. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of nice though, when it's like a little bit of a silver lining, I would say when you do know that it's coming, because oh, for yeah. me at least I was blindsided. I had no idea what was going on. It was, it was scary. I had a, a nine month old baby. Oh my um, God. And I had, you know, I, it was just, it was just my whole world turned upside down and it was extremely emotional. It's emotional whether you know it's coming or not. Yeah. But what I'm trying to do now, and I think what you've done such a good job of doing is educating people who have eczema about the dangers of using steroid creams so that if they're using them, but they're not going through TSW, they at least understand what could happen when they stop and they could maybe slowly ease off or go through a detox. You know, there's, I feel like there's things that people can do so that the actual TSW process will be um, the severity of that could be minimized a little bit hopefully you know it's there's so yeah, much there's research that still needs to be done but I think that if you can't have a choice to pick that date and say I'm you know committing to this yeah um, there is a little bit of benefit to doing it that way Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think it is about education. And I think it, it's almost like I'm not a smoker, but it's knowing the side, you know, on the side of smoking cigarette packets where it says can cause X, 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 you know, um, so we know, so people are aware this is a thing and it could happen. Um, because I do believe that there is a place in medicine for topical steroids. I think it, they can be incredible, but it is just so people have the choice and they understand exactly how they use these, you know, drugs and what they are capable of. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And unfortunately, I mean, you know, we have been a victim of this um, and hopefully, I don't know how long it'll take, but hopefully no one else will have to go through what we have. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Now, so when you were going through TSW, what did you do to help um, just kind of survive that time? Was there anything that you tried um, that helped you be more comfortable um, reducing the itch? I know that's what everybody's questions are. It's like, how do you, how do you help the itch? Um, I really think that's the worst part of the whole process, even more than the shedding of the skin. But um, oh, but yeah, any, any tips that you have that really helped you get through that time? Honestly, like at the beginning, I tried diet. I tried a lot of things. And at, at the beginning, I sort of didn't really notice much of a change by, you know, taking out dairy, taking out gluten, all the things, you know, they say to try. And you know what? I thought, I'm just going to get on with it. So in terms of you know, doing something major, I thought I just need to embrace this time and get on with it. So I, when I found that the diet wasn't helping me personally, but diet and TSW is such a sort of hotly contested and controversial subject. And it's amazing how beneficial diet has been for some people and how little effect it's had on others. Um, but yeah, I just thought at that point, you know what, I'm just going to embrace it. 
on reflection, so I mean, it took me two years or 26, 27 months to get better. Um, on reflection of the whole thing, it really is the case to give it time. No matter what route you take to get better, it, it, it all comes down to time. So for me, my withdrawal um, consisted of distractions and doing things that I loved, only focusing on the positive. I'd watch funny videos, I wrote, I read, I wore cotton and I tried to keep myself as cool as possible. But I think now when people ask me for advice, I don't really sugarcoat it. And I say, it's going to be tough, but time passes. So I think that for me was the most, the best thing I could have done. I just got on with it. And I think now, people have a lot of options and they overthink the process and I think I would just say to people to just try and distract yourself where possible and keep cool very basic things I tried antihistamines found they didn't have much of a effect um, just basically I left myself alone <laughs> and I know that sounds so silly I didn't put products on my skin not in an NMT way NMT is quite an extreme version of what I went through I stopped using moisturizer um, because I found at the beginning when I was using moisturizer my skin would be very irritated and red even more irritated and red because um, that's inevitable it's going to happen um, but yeah no I just um, I found I just needed to get on with it. I am one of those people in life. I'm quite stubborn. If I've made uh, my mind up about something, I'm just going to do it. And yeah, I, I am one of those people that will just get on with it. And yeah, I think as time is going on and the more I speak to people, the more important it is to sort of make sure people understand what that it is the process and it's not going to, be quick you know it's we're trying to repair sometimes years of steroid damage our skin has been reliant on a drug for a very long time so our body has got to find a way to repair itself and work for itself again so for me to just let it get on with it and not have any sort of you know try and load it with stuff try and overthink the process i think that can be quite hindering even if you're doing good things i think stress i just think you just need to try and detach yourself as much from what you're going on as possible so just focusing like i said on writing reading things you love it's a hellish process but just try not to think about the when how you know <laughs> absolutely yeah and i do agree there is a there is a time component because mm. I get the same questions. What can I do to get through this process faster? And mm. everybody goes through it at a different pace, but time is the only thing you really can recommend. And I will also say for me personally, quitting moisturizers was the best thing I ever did. That yeah. has done more for my healing than my diet. And a diet is a big part of my life, but yeah just like you're saying it's just like you have to detach yourself and it's like let your physical body do what it needs to do and focus on your you know your <laughs> spiritual side do the things you love like you like you're suggesting i mean i completely agree but um oh, you know, reflect isn't it fascinating like you're told for your whole life um you know to moisturize 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 to, i would love to being young and just left my skin 
and just seen what happened. Just see if I just left it alone just to be and just, you know, produce its own oils and just see what would have happened. I mean, hindsight's a silly thing, isn't it? Because you can't go back. But, and I always found it fascinating, even when I was young, where I'd um, look on a moisturizer that I was prescribed and it always had as a side effect, may cause red irritated skin. And I thought, that's what I've got. <laughs> Why am I, you know, it seemed, it seemed so illogical to me, that sort of side effect. So yeah, no, I mean, I wish I could go back and I totally agree. It, not using moisturizer was so helpful, so helpful. Yeah. So, so tell us about the day that you woke up and all of a sudden it's like your skin was clear and the worst was over. <laughs> it was kind of crazy because in the second year, so like I said, it took me two years essentially to recover, um, 26, 27 months, I should say. And the second year for me was more of a mental struggle. Um, I found that's when a lot of doubt creeped in, um, a lot of anxiety, really, really deep anxiety. It was quite hellish because parts of me were recovering, but other parts of me, more isolated areas like my hands, my ankle, places like that started getting really bad. I couldn't, in the second year, I couldn't walk on my ankle at times because it would just be swollen and weeping. It was horrible. And it was the same with my hands. And so, yeah, the second year for me was just quite scary and down. And I remember on the, my two-year anniversary, I had made some improvements, but I was just like, I'm two years in. What is going on? Like, I'm still, I mean, I would never have used topical steroids again. I think everyone who goes through TSW has these blissful moments where they think there is a drug that will just take all this pain away instantly. It'll be like a mask. I won't have to think of it. I just want one day where I'm not uncomfortable. But I never would have used topical steroids again because I knew in my heart that they had created this whole issue in the first place. So, I, yeah, I was quite down on my second year anniversary. Um, so certain parts of me were clearing, but yeah, my hands and my ankle at this point were really bad. My face also, I had a lot of elephant skin. So it wasn't the oozing, weeping skin on the whole, you know, on my full body, but it was just not my skin. It was like that thick elephant skin. It was irritated. I was still experiencing burning and ex excessive sweating it was horrible and yeah that was my two-year anniversary and then I sort of I bet when I woke up that day I was just sitting there it wasn't like a time where I went you know I woke up first thing I looked in a mirror and I got a shock I was it was maybe after breakfast and I was sitting there and I looked at my hands and I was like they look different and it was almost like <sighs> I, I couldn't process it at first. And then I looked at my skin on my face and there was this strange dawning um, going on. I was like, mum, look at my skin. And she was like, oh, it was, it was a strange realization to have something that was your, your life for two years to suddenly look at your skin and go, oh, it's changed. I, I can't describe it. It was like, I, I remember I emailed um, my aunt and uncle in America and I just showed them pictures and they couldn't believe it either. It was like a slow dawning. There was joy, obviously, but it was just, 
after two years, like I said, of just having this intense experience with my skin, it, it was it was strange. It was strange. I, I couldn't accept it suddenly as wow, hallelujah, it's it's over. It was just a very like, oh goodness. Um, and it took, well, it it took a while to adjust and sort of come to terms with the fact that it was over, you know. Um and it was like the best feeling, the best feeling ever. Cause I felt like I'd spent my life in some sort of like prison with my skin in one way or another, first with eczema. And because if you have a skin condition, especially something like eczema, you're, there's so many things you're told you can't do. You can't eat certain things, you can't, you know, wear certain clothes, you can't, you've got to be careful in certain elements, you can't go swimming, there's so, there's so many things you can't even go in a shower without coming out and having this whole routine. Um, suddenly I had freedom from my skin and that was just the most joyous feeling to be able to get out of a shower and feel comfortable and things like that in the first couple of months were just the best thing ever, really. It's, it's amazing. And a couple of months after recovering in the September, um, I set up a blog, I set up a YouTube and I was just, I wanted to, from this point, because when I went through it in 2013, there was very little out there about what happens after TSW, which I was most fascinated by because the only people that were sharing their stories at the time were people who suddenly flared again, and it was all very up in the air. I was very confused about, is there an end to this? I, I just, I was very con confused and I thought, I just want to share my story. I also wanted to share how amazing it felt to recover. But yeah, I, I just wanted to sort of, you know, be there because I knew how it felt. And yeah, it just, it's just been, it's been a ride over the last four or five years that I've recovered. But yeah, extraordinary, extraordinary. Amazing. I know it, yeah. It's really, truly amazing. And it, it gives so many people hope who are in those early days where there doesn't feel like an end in sight. So hearing that just, it's, it really is inspiring. Now, are you still working on your blog and your database and collecting all yeah. of this really helpful information? Yeah, no, I am um, well, it's, it's been in the works for like a couple of years and I thought about how I could do it. Um, I wanted to collate everything because I find I like having things in one place and it's, I find TSW now, there is just so much information. When I started it, I think that's what helped me in a way because there was just stop using topical steroids, you'll get better. And I think that's helpful. Now you've got all this noise. And I thought I'd just like to collate everything from everyone and just have it in one place. So I, and when I was going through it, we didn't have an Instagram community. And I, since joining Instagram, like four or five years ago, I've been blown away by how wonderfully supportive and loving this community is. And I thought I would love it if all the Instagram accounts are in one place. So if someone wanted to sort of follow everyone within the TSW community and also compare their journey to someone else's because I've broken it down by the year that they started. I've also got some people who are on immunosuppressants just so people can just get a gist of, you know, sort of 
the year they started what other people's journey is like and then I sort of expanded it. It now includes all YouTube videos, all blog posts. I can find all blogs, um, all media articles, um, scientific papers. I'm trying to develop it all the time, but um, yeah, that I created that last September and it's just growing and growing, which is great. And That's incredible. And what a real gift that you're giving to people that are looking for those resources. Oh, thank you. No, and I'm, I'm just loving it. And I, I always, if anyone has ideas for it, because it is a collaborative thing, you know, this community is sort of like one unit, really. And I think, you know, it, everyone's been so helpful. Like the scientific papers were actually sent to me um, by someone who had done their own research on, because that side of things I'm not very good at. So yeah, um, people are just wonderful. Um, and it's been quite overwhelming. Um, people's response to it so it's just wonderful but yeah I do keep the blog up to date because I think it's important and I have like a little section on my blog that's just interviews of people that have recovered and just sharing their stories I just I think it's important I think as much information and voices and reassurance we can get through this because I know how important just a word like you will get better is so yeah <laughs> definitely good well as we're closing here, is there, um, what is like the most important piece of advice or two things, uh, two takeaways that you'd want someone listening um, to walk away with? I think essentially, um, give it time. And time is not minutes, time is not days. It is, it can be a long process, but that time does pass, you know, with any pain that any of us face, whether it's in TSW or just life, it all passes for the most part. And um, it really was the best thing I've ever done in my life. And I do it again in a heartbeat. Um, if I had this outcome, there's just, you know, and any doubt, anything you felt, I've been there. I, I totally understand. And it's unfortunately all part of the process, but it does get better. And now you're free. And I just love yeah. seeing you. You're so vibrant and you nice. just, you come across with this joy and it's oh. almost like a weight has been lifted. And it, just from my, just from our brief conversation here, I can just tell that um, I think you are living your best life and and meeting a real need for the community. And that's gives you such purpose, I think. And it does, like you're saying, make the process worth it such that you can be living this way now completely free and, and be in service to others. And I think that's what we all aspire to do now. And so meeting you is just such a, a pleasure and a joy and just thank you for sharing your story and likewise you look so amazing by the way your skin is flawless sorry oh my say. gosh thank yeah. you i don't feel like i've had that morning where i've woken up and i am where you are but i know it's coming i have just a little bit of the elephant skin on my hands you know like you're saying your hands and i don't know why it's like your hands are kind of the last part to go How? and even a little bit on my neck but we're getting there slowly but surely i'm just like you're saying trying to embrace where i am and just sharing my journey and what i've been doing and where i am really does give me i think just 
that much more hope and compassion for other people. And I don't know, it, like you're saying, it's, it just brings us all together into that one unit. And I think the more that we can share our stories, the more we can influence change. And that's why I just decided to start recording these conversations with people just to have one more resource. So people that are trying to, you know, to take their mind off of what's going on can listen to an episode and be distracted for yeah. a half an hour, 45 minutes. They can just tune out of what's going on in their skin and just listen to somebody's journey so that they have, have that little bit of hope knowing that this too will pass. So, um, awesome. so thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's a thank pleasure. You. And thank you for inviting me. It's lovely. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening and i hope we connect soon absolutely thank you so much have a good day all right cara Bye. have a good day okay